boys and girls all over the world tune and dial in to the show where the host put what they hate most on a wheel and give a spin because it's movie night and the time is right to kick back and let go if you're in the mix and you like good flicks then you came to the wrong show it's the weekly watch wheel it's the weekly watch wheel with matt jimmy and shanley oh 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 hot one oh burning my mouth we haven't even started recording yet. I already have to bleep out about a word. It was an especially Molten. magma-ish. <laughs> yeah. Magmatic. Magmatic, yeah. Totally. Damn you, Totino. <laughs> That's how they get you. Totino's hey. an evil man. But damn it, I respect him. <laughs> hey, everybody. You're listening to the Weekly Watch Wheel, where <clears throat> we'll yeah. watch, watch a movie. movie. My no name. one likes that is matt and i'm here with my good friend jimmy jimmy how you doing i'm okay my legs hurt i'm 17 days into running every day this month not every good day. on you running a mile per day but like there's been a couple days where i had to double up because i miscalculated my timing for the day before or whatever oh crazy you told me you were gonna do the opposite that if you missed a day you weren't gonna double up no i i just wasn't gonna let myself miss a day that was what i meant by that it was like i'm just gonna do it every day but oh okay nope there's been several days that i've doubled up because i have missed the day before so 17 days 17 miles today that's awesome man way to go hell yeah you're looking great okay it's not just us here jimmy we got shanley shanley how you doing today i am doing all right really yeah you know chilling out chilling great we're being super responsible we're recording this during the daytime it's not even close to midnight let alone after it i know i i had a whole bunch of coffee before this i'm feeling real good mm-hmm. you know i'm kind of hoping you still fall asleep anyway <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised if i did <laughs> that'd be awesome you better not it's your movie it is your movie and I, I'll, I'll be honest i am not looking forward to living through this movie again yeah. Today. I'm excited just to, you know, be done with it. It was not good. It wasn't. It was worse than I expected. Can I be honest with you guys? I know people say I'm a contrarian or whatever. Do people say that? This movie has grown yes. on me. No. No way. I don't think it's as bad as it seems. I think that 50% audience score <laughs> is right on. What a strong position to take on this movie. <laughs> I think the critics got it wrong. I think the audience got it right. Finally. Well, I think... Oh, Look at this definitely not calculated re-emergence. <laughs> I know. My son is here. He really wants to say hello. Why don't you tell everybody what, what they're listening to? Hi, this is a weekly watch wheel. What do we do on the weekly watch wheel? We and we watch a movie and this week and this is one very good thank you helper now from whence it came so as the boy so eloquently put it it was Auntie Shanley's turn to spin and what did you spin I spun movie jar are we ready to retire this category uh, no Andy Shanley says she's tired of it. I'm personally tired of it. I feel like if I get it again, I'm going to lose my mind. 
Well, let's stop getting it. I'd like to. Knock it off. How I I really think the wheel is rigged because how is it that I get it four times and neither of you guys have spun it even once? And well, you're also the person who always wants it. I wanted too. it at first and then it, it's lost its, it's shine. It's a curse. It's like that um, monkey's like monkey. Little monkey. It's what? like the little monkey. The little monkey? <laughs> little okay. green ghouls. I'm sorry. I'm having a love affair with this carrot cake. It's Easter over here. Last Easter, we recorded our steel episode, and we ate that unicorn thing. You remember that? Unicorn thing? No. It was a birthday cake-flavored white oh, chocolate which, unicorn. Oh, which recording was it? The second one. The one that got lost, or? The one that was found. Oh. So, Shanley, you picked, willingly, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I did. I know I just spun a... Or I just picked a vampire movie. But, I mean, come on. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. I had to know what that was about. Do you stand by that choice now being on the other side of it? No. What do you wish you would have chosen? Honestly, either Batman Forever Mm. or Tower Heist. I feel like... Which is either of the two ones? Yeah. Those are both movies that I placed above this on my hierarchy of shanley has always wanted to watch tower heist and still hasn't seen it that's not true (laughs) that is not true shanley do you want to go ahead and give us a summary about this movie before we get into it you know i feel like is there is there even a plot in this try try your best okay you got you got a minute one minute all right so abraham lincoln he's a kid wait no Abraham what? Lincoln was a grown man. He was the president. Wait he had a, a beard. <laughs> Wait a minute. So we see him first as a kid. He has a little friend. Why is who, his friend little? Because they're both little. They're little, they're little kids. And... Wait, we're... I don't know. We're already lost. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> He's a kid. He sees his mom get bitten by a vampire, but it's not clear if he knows... That it is a vampire, but his mom dies, and then you see him just older, and he sees the guy who, he recognizes the guy who killed his mom, and so he goes to kill him, and then finds out, like, he's a vampire, and then gets saved by this guy named Henry Sturgis, who is a vampire hunter, and then Sturgis enlists Abraham Lincoln to become a vampire hunter as well, as long as he promises to um, give up his want for vengeance and to uh, promise not to have any friends or family or distractions. And he kind of does that and then totally doesn't. Yeah. But so just like, okay, he's a vampire hunter now. And then he kind of puts that down for a while, gets into politics. And so he's fighting... No slavery and racism and vampires. And that's the movie. Yeah. I wish the movie was that short and that brief. Me too. I mean, it basically was. <laughs> this movie was extremely... Our first time check for this was at 28 minutes. And my mind was blown that we'd not even gotten to a half an hour. It felt like at that point it should have been 45. We, we'd blown through like 30 years of material at that point. That was the most surprising part for me was the just reckless disregard for like any chronological 
proceedings of his life. I was just like, oh, now we're 40 years later. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Yeah, my summary sounds all over the place and jumbled and not thought out, but that's kind of how the movie was. That's kind of how the movie was, yeah. Yeah, we skip from him getting married to the death of his third son at the age of 12. Right. And it just happens, like, instantly with, like, no, like, oh, yeah, and they also got married and became the president or anything like that. It's just, nope. Oh, we're in the White House now. And it's, like, 30 years later. And his kid died. <laughs> so th- there was such use of, like, smash cuts that I would think that, like, oh, this is a flashback or a dream sequence or a flash forward and we're going to get back into the story. And it's like, no, 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 we're, we're, you're living in the past. We, we're moving on from that. We're going now. And, and it, was, it was so hard to watch. And uh, we actually did get ads on this one. We watched an IMDb TV. But I didn't feel as jarred. <clears throat> And caught off guard by the ads as I did by the actual scene changes in the movie. You're totally right. <laughs> I mean, was, a couple of them weird. were pretty wild. There was a couple of moments that should have been like <laughs> heavy, and then all of a sudden it's like, "Hey, mom, where's the pop tarts?" It's like, <laughs> okay, wow. It's really there. There isn't like a fade to black. It just like seamlessly jumps right into a commercial with no warning. Well, it was a similar thing like that when we were watching Triangle. Remember, but because that was not a period piece. We, a few times, thought we were still watching the movie. Then it was like, meanwhile, at a neighborhood, there's a family applying for insurance. Uh, I don't know if I'm getting too far ahead. And if we revisit this, I'll cut it out at this point. But this movie sped through things so quickly that they even, like, steamrolled over their, uh, like, the supposed to be, like, deep emotional parts. Like, a massive plot of this movie is the fact that he's trying to kill the guy who killed his mom. And then it happens, and then it immediately flashes out of it. There's, like, not even a beat there of, like, oh, my gosh, he finally did it, and yet he's feeling empty. And you have absolutely no opportunity to process that at all. It's because, like, hey, yeah, he killed the guy, but we got a, a whole civil war to get into, so we need to move on. It's the weird... Or also, like, uh, with... um. Henry Sturgis's like backstory it's a deeply tragic one like his wife is murdered and like all these crazy things and then and then it's like boom but we're back in the present now and also we're moving on we're getting right out of here and uh this is it, gonna sound crazy but I'm serious I wish more movies were like oh, oh you're almost where <laughs> I'm going with this this should have been a trilogy it probably should have yeah not that this, I would want to watch even one of the three of them, but that would have been a better idea. I want more of it. I think that if they spread this out, it's even more better, if you can believe that. I think there's a movie from when he's his mom gets murdered by a vampire to like him becoming a vampire hunter. And then there's a second movie where he should kill his like childhood nemesis Mm -hmm. Anthony Mackie and (laughs) then he like becomes the president at the end of that and then the third movie is like the climax of the civil war while with vampires when you say the civil war with vampires that sounds idiotic but that's actually what's in this movie yeah (laughs) and um, and in history right right yeah of course but I just 
I didn't know that they were going to get all historical on us. I mean, I that's thought we were what it watching. Is. We're it. uncovering the truth. <laughs> I think you're right, though. I think that that would have been the way to go about this because I didn't care about a single thing going on in this movie, and I can't just blame myself for being cynical. This movie flashed past everything. Can you imagine a Bram Lincoln Vampire Hunter Part Two? <laughs> 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 what would the subtitle be? Oh my god, I don't know. Um, Sorry, I know you guys are usually quick with a funny thing. I'm not. No, but yeah, now we're going to want to think of it. Damn it, Shanley. <laughs> we don't have time for this. Damnation move proclamation? On. Sure, excellent. We did it. We nailed it. <laughs> Let's I'll move on. That. Okay. And then the third one. <laughs> I, I, I was already there. Dettiesburg. <laughs> He's gonna top me. He's I know. <laughs> this is dumb. This is really dumb. It's not. It's not topping it even a little bit. Okay. Battle at Gettysburg. Because <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. vampires are bats. Mm-hmm. Did I? I think we talked about how Vampire Academy didn't show any bat. Yeah. Like part of their lore. Was there bats in this one? No, they like teased it a couple times. There was like bats flying around, but they never did it. I don't remember seeing any bats. There was bats. There was bats all over the place. Huh. It's like fucking Batman Begins in this. Or Batman Forever, yep. if you will. Hey, you know what? Whoever made this movie definitely likes Batman Begins. There in the training montage, there's definitely hints of uh, young Bruce Wayne with Descard. You didn't see that at all. With his Descard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gross. I did not see that. <laughs> oh goodness. Gotta keep it light with this movie. <laughs> uh, Shanley, yeah. what what did you want to do with this movie? Other than throw oh. it away entirely. I honestly, I don't even know. I don't even know what we can talk about. I feel like, the, like okay. you said, the plot, there's so much going on that there's almost nothing going on. Exactly, yeah. Well, I got, I got something I want to talk about. What? So, is this movie... A masterpiece? <laughs> I mean, I, it might be. <laughs> this movie is satire, right? I don't think so. I think that this is like... British humor. It's like acting like it's completely serious when it's definitely not. Like there's a fight scene in a stampede of horses oh, where yeah. someone grabs a horse by the ankle and swings it around and hurls <laughs> it at Abraham Lincoln. That's the, the, I think that they, I would I think love they were, to see that in the screenplay. I think they were dying in the writer's room when they came up with that. I think that the, whoever, the, the guys who sat down and were like, let's write a movie about this. This is based on a book, but I mean, when they, when they were coming, I don't think that the horse throw is necessarily <laughs> in the book. The horse throw. Um, but that's hilarious, dude. And I think that they knew that. I think they had to. Did anyone else get Lion King vibes from that stampede fight scene? A little bit. Oh, no. The other one's awake now. It's our number one fan. Say hello. Hi. (laughs) You and your brother can watch TV um, while we record this, and then we'll do the egg hunt afterwards again. Hi. Hi. It's Easter over here, so we've, we've got some eggs to hunt. 
Yeah, so listeners, however long this episode is, remember that we were ignoring our children <laughs> for this entire length of time on a holiday. No, they were watching television. Oh, yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> Gotta let the grown-ups work. This is paying for your college. She's going to have a very cheap college education. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't think this is satire. I think that this is like along the lines of I think this is like an attempt at like Da Vinci Code sort of thing where it's like re revisionist history and I think it's supposed to be cool. I don't know, man. I think it's making fun of like action epics. I think it's mocking 300. I think it's mocking like any intense action movie I I don't think it's serious I think this has to be a joke I think it's like deadpan humor I really do let's rewatch it let's rewatch it and find out thank you the guy who wrote the book and also the screenplay he did the um, RJ Berger show on MTV what was that show called I don't know what the hell you're Who's talking RJ about. Who's Archie Burker? Well, I never watched it, but I think that that's a comedy show, so maybe it is supposed to be funny. I I have no idea, but uh, he this is also the same guy who did Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Maybe it's supposed to be jo- I don't know, but it's awful. That's a movie too. I don't know if they made a movie out of it. It 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 was the first book that he wrote, I think. Oh. And then this one was the follow up, and then there's a sequel to this book, but it's just about Henry. You hope they make a movie out of that? No. Me neither. <laughs> I'd be get... in. I'd be in for like a Donald Trump vampire hunter. Because <laughs> 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 at the end of this movie, spoilers, he's in a bar and there's like a guy on a cell phone that he's talking to or whatever. Yeah, so this it's is Dominic like in, Cooper. This is Henry Sturgis. It's in the modern era. Yeah. So like, you know, he could be about to recruit Donald Trump. <laughs> Yeah, and he uses the same line that he uses to kind of, like, recruit or first interact with Abraham Lincoln back in the 18-whatever. Yeah. 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 Yep. <clears throat> hey, I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> what? Sturgis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He fights the first time we're introduced to him, just because you're talking about when he meets Abraham Lincoln. Reminded me. Well, the first time we see him... Abraham Lincoln's drunk, and he's trying to kill the vampire that killed his mom. Yeah, the hitman and, from Kangaroo Jack. Sure. And uh, Abraham Lincoln is, like, going to lose the fight, and Sturgis beats up the vampire for him, right? Right. But it's pretty established throughout the rest of this movie that they can't vampires can't kill each other. Like, he tries to stab another vampire, and, like, magic stops his hand, like, a few inches from the guy. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, yeah, we can't kill each other. It's just something we can't do. So does the magic know <laughs> if so. the blow is going to kill somebody? Because he hits the guy. He uppercuts him through a Henry building. uppercuts the man, and he, like, tears up the wall of two stories of this building. Yeah. And then flies over the top. Uh, so so he, they just knew, like, the magic knows he's not going to die from that. I guess so. That's so, cool. So spoiler alert. Henry Sturgis is also a vampire. Yeah, that's very clear from the first time they show him. It's, yeah, he's yeah. drinking He's putting blood. on sunblock. He's, what? He's, he's goggles. wearing sunglass goggles. He has, like, sunscreen. I missed all of that. 
Yeah. The very first time, uh, well, not the very first time he meets him. So after we after see him Sturgis bar, right? uppercuts the hitman from Kangaroo Jack. Okay. And uh, Abraham Lincoln wakes up in Sturgis's house. Yeah. He gets out of the bath. Sturgis gets out of the bath. And he goes directly to put on sunblock, and then he drinks a glass of red fluid, and then Abraham Lincoln smells it and makes a funky face. And then uh, Sturgis puts on these deep, like, thick sunglass goggles, and then they go outside. Wow, so that all went way over my head. Why does it seem all dramatic later when you, like, see him save that lady from getting raped? And it's like, oh my god, he's a vampire. Because it's a stupid movie. Fair enough. (laughs) I mean, okay. Um, I rest my case. B- Matt, Matt is correct. Because <laughs> they were like, I didn't see that coming. Shanley, you didn't see it coming, not because it went over your head, but because you weren't paying attention because this movie didn't deserve your attention. No, I was so. So. So I was taking notes and I think I, I was when I try really hard to stay awake for a movie, I like overtake notes. Uh huh. And so I think I was a little distracted because of that, but His if they downplayed <laughs> if they downplayed the action, like if they were capable of restraint, which this movie has shown, the entire production team was not they could not stop themselves from doing anything. They they had zero subtlety in this whole movie. But if they did, and if Sturgis fought the guy, but like in like a realistic way, you know, like Instead of punching him, instead up of punching a him up a building, yeah, it could have. I think that alone could have maybe saved the like, oh surprise, he's actually a vampire too. What well, from yeah. just like a guy shows up right off the bat doing superhero shit, and it's like this guy's clearly not normal human. Normal, yeah. I think they try to cover that up because later he teaches he Abraham. teaches Abraham Lincoln how to fight big because he says like. Hatred is not going to give him real power. The only thing that's going to give him real power is truth. When Abraham Lincoln calms his body, he's able to, with an axe, cut directly straight through a tree and knock the tree over. And so I think that they do that to like cover up like, oh, that's how Sturgis does this because he's a fighter of truth, not of hatred. It's not that cool, though, because the whole premise for that scene is they say... Oh, I want you to cut down this tree in a single blow. And he's like, okay. But then he hits it like 20 times in anger and then finally gets like to to truthiness enough to. Yeah, he gets a game breaker. But it's like you already. I mean, also, you know, the the 40 other chops he did probably helped. Probably helped. Yeah. Maybe not quite that much. He, He that truth swing that he does is a good 75% through the tree at least. But they also make it think, they make it seem like the the chop that he did is like they show the tree falling all dramatic. But like it's, you know, that it would have done that anyway. Like that's, <laughs> that's what happens. He didn't make gravity stronger. That's a very good point. Yeah, it's not like the tree goes falling, it just falls over. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, was, it was a weird choice. You see the way he cut down that CGI tree? That's amazing. Oh, god! You know what? Can I say something that may be controversial? Maybe you'll be on... It's a good movie. And maybe, Jimmy, you'll be on my side here. I'm on board with everything that has to do with the axe. I'm completely <laughs> on board with the axe. <laughs> no. I'm completely... Nope. Okay, so... See, so here's this is where we're not on the same page. <laughs> so, he's never been good with guns, he says. Yeah. But wow, a... this is amazing. 
<laughs> guns are his weakness. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> in, in honor life. of our Easter, this is an Easter tradition. Yeah. Every Easter, we're going to record <laughs> an episode about a movie where the hero has like a famous thing that they use that's actually a, a gun. secret gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last year it was John the, Henry uh, Irons, yeah. the hammer of of John Henry Irons. <laughs> now it's the axe of Abraham Lincoln. Yep. Sorry, continue with your axe talk. You're with axe talk with Matt. So <laughs> Dominic Cooper, uh, Henry Sturgis, is trying to teach Abraham Lincoln how to hunt vampires, and he gives him a gun, and he says, "Oh, I've never been very good with guns." And he says, is there anything you are good at? And then Abraham Lincoln looks and he sees an axe. Uh, At that point, did they show him using an axe, like chopping wood or anything? I don't think so. I think they just looked outside and sees an axe just laying there. Oh, yeah, (laughs) that thing. I think, it. yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so he does like baton twirling with an axe for the entire movie. That's how he kills Mm -hmm. vampires. He axes them after like spinning the axe behind his back and things like that because they coat the axe head in silver i love it i'm for it except for the fact that that is also a gun axe gun so i like it like i like 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 the black ranger from the mighty Morphin power rangers who has an axe gun i liked that he had an axe okay i didn't like that they like coat the blade with silver I think they should have just made a silver. That's a very axe good point. Handle, <laughs> yeah. or, I mean, head. Yeah. But I was fine with that. But I really didn't like the modification to it. That it was a gun. Yeah. It and an and while we're gun. just talking about the axe, they then kind of win me back on the climax of the movie. There's like a weird fake train heist thing. And all of a sudden he picks up the axe and there's a bayonet on the like yeah. end of it not on the axe end on the other end because that's where the barrel of the rifle gun thing is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like the part you would be holding has a bayonet attached to so it it would be pointing down at your feet yeah <laughs> if um, you're holding it like a normal person and so that's on for like a minute and then it's gone yeah but but i, I was like okay like and I think that was one of the things where I was like it was the horse scene and then the bayonet on the axe where I was like this movie is they're they they know that they're being ridiculous. Like they're they're having fun with it. There's no way that they were like, "Well, I, this is gonna be cool." Also, <laughs> if you haven't seen this movie and we're spoiling it for you, don't worry about that. It's fine. You you need to visualize <laughs> that. You need to visualize that it's Abraham Lincoln holding an axe like a rifle, but there's a bayonet at the end of it. And at this point, he's in full. Abraham Lincoln prosthetic makeup with a beard and maybe even a top hat. Mm -hmm. And he's running at a vampire inside of a train. It's very odd. And like thin glasses. Yeah. (laughs) It's dumb. That climax scene is really bad on the train, like because it's full of CGI fog so much. So you can't even like see what's going on on screen. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what that's like the signature of this art style. Because the horse scene had fog everywhere. Yeah. And a lot of the murders in alleyways were foggy. Yeah. There's like a lot of the underground railroads are foggy. It's just fog everywhere. It's a fog movie. Yeah. I I mean, just in general, there is many different things that are obscuring what's happening on screen. There are many times where, to our chagrin, we had to like go back and say, wait, what just happened? I didn't see that. 
And it's because like it's everything is heavily obscured or done so poorly. I think the the worst one of these is the scene where he goes to um to kill the pharmacist vampire. You remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. And he has like a that guy sells sunscreen. <laughs> he does. He has posters <laughs> on the window, Shanley. Sunscreen wasn't invented until like the nineteen fifties. That's what you think. Sunscreen for humans. Mm. But vampires have yes, had it for a they while. They were advertising it in eighteen hundreds for and, vampires. But if a human walked into that store and was like, Can I get some sunscreen? They're like, not for another hundred years. Yeah, what are you talking about? You're early. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the the vampire who's also a pharmacist who also makes sunscreen traps Abraham Lincoln is hanging him upside down and uh, he's going to bleed him. And so hanging upside down, Abraham Lincoln is able to like squiggle, like squirm, like shimmy oh a knife God. out of his lapel pocket and then catch it. I thought that was accidental. No, no this, this that was his be. backup plan. I, yeah. I don't think he i thought it was like a coincidence i know that that's what the way it looked because this movie is really bad but that's supposed to tie into henry sturgis taught him to always have a contingency plan yeah so that's his backup plan wow yeah he falls and he can't reach his axe you guys are right this movie is smart (laughs) they thought of everything i'm my mistake the contingency plan for this movie would have been don't make this movie (laughs) and that would have been the better of the two plans wait so so he, he so shims. he's hanging by his ankles. Yeah. His his face is like a foot off the ground. Yeah. I mean, no, because he, he can't reach. With his hands like fully extended, he can't reach the floor. I don't think he can reach with his hands. I think his hands are tied up. Oh, no, they're not tied up when he first falls. Shanley's right. So he he's probably like... Because uh, they fall through a trap door, and then their legs hands. are like tied. And also Abraham Lincoln is oh, extremely far. tall, so... And he can't even grab the the blood bowl yeah. that's underneath him. Blood bucket. <laughs> <laughs> so, so never mind. He's probably like four feet, three feet. His head's like three feet, four feet off the ground. Regardless, we're arguing semantics here. Well, but the well, the point is, is I'm setting up how ridiculous what you're about to describe <laughs> okay. is. So he shimmies enough to loosen a knife out of his lapel pocket. His hands are tied behind his back at this point. <laughs> And what he yeah when the van the, when the vampire comes downstairs he ties his hands up behind his back okay okay so now feet are tied and legs are tied he's hanging upside down okay continue shimmies the a knife falls out of his lapel pocket he catches it in his mouth pirate outs- style yeah outside of frame though you don't see that actually happen you just yeah. see the knife fall out of frame and then the next thing you know it's it's, it's <laughs> vertical in his pant and he does like belt loop so it's like like hilt pointed towards his jaw somehow he catches it sideways in his teeth <laughs> yeah, like, like a pirate yeah. like a pirate and he's able to now with his teeth l- like pull himself up and slit the vampire's throat yeah, with like, the he does like a sit-up <laughs> yeah. we have like a really strong crunch. core yeah like antoine and deuce bigelow mm-hmm. you know he's got yeah. that <laughs> ankle hooks you know what i'm talking about right yeah he's come up two weeks in a row uh he Cuts the vampire's neck, and then how does he cut his hands free? Then he does a super crunch. He gets enough momentum to completely get himself right side up while still attached to the rope by his ankles. So he gets his face up <laughs> above his feet <laughs> to cut the rope there. So so he's, yeah, like wow, maximum effort there. Very, very bendy. Impressive. No wonder he got Mary Todd. Yeah. <laughs> but all... 
We had to watch that twice. Does he have a vampire fight unclear. right after that? A what fight? Vampire fight. No, he's already killed the guy by so then. So he just, okay. He leaves. I, I do want to see how he, like, imagine this, okay? You have a knife in your mouth. Your okay. hands are tied behind your back. Your ankles are tied together. Got it. You've cut yourself from the ceiling. Now you're laying on the floor tied up like that. <laughs> what do you do next? Because you can't cut anything. I mean, I guess you could. He's got to now pull his his wrist over his feet. Maybe. Yeah. He could try to, like, throw the knife <laughs> to his hand, you know, catch it behind his back and then try to, like, cut the rope behind. That's probably what he did. <laughs> he spit it up over his head. I well, really he... like to think that he inchwormed his way through all the blood bowls and then, you know, just made it work. Yeah. He just went home like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, he had to go bury the uh, the dead body. He had to go Dexter the body. Why? Yeah, why? What, whoever would... F- be like, where's the missing apothecary guy? Would go downstairs and see a bunch of dead bodies. Yeah, and why are they all out. black? Were they? Yeah, yeah, everyone. Everyone else in there looked like a runaway slave. Well, the 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 secret reason for slavery in this movie is that it's to feed a nation of vampires. Yeah, so that's why. That's the that's that's the explanation. White for people were picking that cotton the whole time. Mm-hmm. The black people were just feedings for the vampires. What if the vampires were working in the fields? It was like a trade-off. They were like, hey, you guys pretend that you want slaves. We'll work for you, picking the cotton, and we'll drink the slaves. Huh. That's a pretty good system. Yeah, not bad. And it good for them for not supporting slavery. And we know like, that We're not going to make them work for you guys. We're just going to kill them. And when vampires suck your blood, you get an orgasm, remember? Oh. What? When I say you, I mean Jimmy. It's just it's just something Jimmy's into. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> that's why I like this movie. Yeah, I was just talking about Vampire Academy. I don't think that happens in this movie. I don't think, oh, I don't think it happened okay. in Vampire Academy. It but did. we already we, had that argument. They did talk about it, yeah. Hmm. If you guys are interested, I think we should talk a little bit about the completely wasted cast in this movie because there's actually some decent people in it yep okay uh jimmy do you want to volunteer somebody who you were excited to see in this movie that was completely wasted yeah um my favorite mcpoyle brother he's also the <laughs> the man in black's younger version in westworld and he's mary, mary. in yeah. psych yeah. jimmy Fucking Simpson. Yeah. Which I wrote down in my notes. And just, <laughs> I wrote, I just wrote down Jimmy fucking Simpson. And the next note that I have, the next thing that made me want to write notes is when the vampire says, Abraham fucking Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's hilarious. So it just, it seems like the right time to bring it up. Yeah. Totally coincidental. I wrote it that way. So right the writing of this movie is as, is on point to you making silly notes for a silly podcast. Which is why I was like, oh, we're, we're speaking the same language. language. <laughs> I, I get it. Can uh. I just say, I was so impressed. So before we oh, even yes. see Jimmy Simpson on film, on the on the screen, Jimmy, you know, our Jimmy says, He hey, pauses it. Yeah. He, he says, I haven't seen his face yet. And then he says, I think I know who this is. 
by voice alone, yep. you recognize him. Yeah. And then you hit play, and we see who it is. And that was super satisfying. And I'm really impressed that you recognize him just off his voice. I love that amazing. guy, dude. He's my favorite. I recognize that voice anywhere. And He's really good. He was not fine necessarily in this. in this. He was fine in this. But you know, I was very confused. It's a dumb character. Well, no character does anything in this movie. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln yeah. does stuff. Does sort he, of. <laughs> he kills vampires. He's sometimes. a gymnast. <laughs> he yeah. does an Antoine sit up. <laughs> there there's this um when Abraham Lincoln moves to Springfield, Illinois. He ends up working for McPoyle, mm-hmm. and they build a friendship. And then in comes uh, Anthony Mackie, and Abraham Lincoln's like, oh, this, he, this is my oldest friend in the world. To which I, my response is, is it really? We have no reason to believe that you guys are friends. But anyway, McPoyle in the background is like giving kind of a scowl. Yeah, I and, thought he was racist. Yeah, yeah. And, and the next two or three times... Anthony Mackie's in the scene, whether it's at the wedding or when Anthony Mackie is kidnapped later on, McPoyle has that kind of look on his face, but that doesn't really come to anything. Well, it does. Sort of. I know where you're going with this, but my theory is it's just Jimmy Simpson trying to do something with a character that doesn't have anything going on. Yeah. But it could have to do with what... Go ahead. Well, so I think what you're saying is... Right. I do think that he was trying to make choices to make the character have a purpose. Some form of death, um, yeah. But at the very end of the movie, the vampire like leadership is like meeting with him privately. And he's like, I love this country too much to let Abraham Lincoln ruin it. So I'm going to help you guys betray him. Or I'm going to betray him, help you guys. And let the Confederacy win or whatever. Yeah. And it's like a super brief, like almost like we don't know what's happening yet, really. So we don't even know what information he's giving them. But there's a whole setup there. And then it turns out he was not betraying them, that it was like uh, a part of Abraham Lincoln and his plan. (laughs) Yeah. But I think he knew, like, oh, like, I need to give the audience a reason to, like... To not trust me. Not trust me, so he's leaning into that. Yeah. But it was very stupid. You might be right, because if if that was intentional by the director or by the writing, they probably would have addressed it a little bit more than just him in the background. Yeah, they would have had some, like, clues that he was... I mean, really, they should have had more things about, like, him having any kind of thing. Like, hey, Abe, like... I love you, but I think this might be a bad idea or whatever. And like, or this is a bad relationship doubts. or I don't trust this yeah, friend of or yours. Like black people are all evil or something like that. You know, mm. something cool like that. Yeah. I don't know. Shanley, did you pick up on that? That it seemed like McPoyle was, had some racist scowls in the background. Kind of. Yeah. I did feel like the, him and Mackie seemed to be like at odds with each other. Yeah. But not like, Mackie cared, but it did feel like there was some tension. Well, Mackie didn't seem to really be on screen very much. Well, neither was Jimmy Simpson. That's a good point. Yeah, you're totally wasted. But, um, oh, sorry, real quick. You guys said that there was no proof of Mackie being his lo- oldest friend in the world. I but said we that. did see them when they were younger and they were friends. Oh, they weren't friends. Nothing really happened there. I mean... <laughs> 
Abraham Lincoln tried to murder someone to stop him from getting hit. That's but pretty friendly. When that happens in the scene, there's nothing that shows them as like actually even knowing each other. When I'm watching that mo- that scene in the movie, he says, "That's my best friend." Saying that people are friends is not the same as like showing something. Well, in a movie. I did write down at one point in this movie. Where is it? Um... So I thought he was going to to protect his friend and his mom or whoever holds him back and's like, "Hey, uh, that's not your place." He's like. No, I want to go protect my friend. And then he I, like, runs past her. I thought it was just a more of just a general altruism. The, the film didn't show them interacting at all before this took place. Well, this, this movie doesn't show anything. That's why exactly. it needs to be a trilogy. They, so I wrote down, uh, they're really locked into a whole tell, don't show thing with this movie. 100%. But they're not very good at the telling part either. <laughs> um, <laughs> but But... To be fair, they give as much or more attention to his friendship, his childhood friendship with Anthony Mackie, as they do to his, his family yeah. becoming a thing. Like when he's, or his presidency. Like, they don't really, all of a sudden he's just in the White House. It, it really is. Everything is just a statement. I don't it's, even know if they say, like, Washington, D.C. It's just like he's just walking around in the White House at one point. <laughs> he, he'll just, a scene will open with Lincoln saying like, and I'm also going to go into politics now. And then politics happens. It's like, yeah. it's like and also, will you marry me, Mary Todd? Because I love you. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, I... Yeah, it's like, and also, she's still engaged and you've seen her like three times. We've not, we, yeah. So that, that dovetails into mine. The person I was most disappointed to see wasted in this movie was Alan Tudyk. I'm just like, ladies and gentlemen, we have Alan Tudyk. This movie might be good. I've seen him play a racist, and it's very good. 42, Jackie Robinson movie. I haven't I seen have it. I have not seen that. Oh, he's very good in it. And so I was really excited. They show him. He I don't has like a watching movies lines. where the racists are the bad guys. Mm, I'm that. sick of that, you know? <laughs> Racism gets a bad rap. Yeah, it's like, let's do something different here. <laughs> I'm serious like the only Alan Tudyk we get is they introduce him as Mary Todd's fiance he has a few lines I think he says he's running for governor or something like or he's running for mayor and then they show him in the background of a scene and then never again they talk about him though I feel like they mention because his name in this is Stephen Douglas yeah and so I feel like they talk about him a lot after he shows up. He's just there. So one thing that I don't really want to get too into in this movie is... The movie at all. <laughs> oh. I would love that if we could somehow manage that. So Abraham Lincoln was not as cool about race stuff as history likes to make him out to be. Hmm. Um, he said some pretty non-cool things about black people, in my opinion. But this movie leans heavily into, like, I think they're worried about being perceived as, like, mocking him. So they go real heavy into, like, oh, but he's, like, super cool about race. Like, we're, like, really overdoing it with that. Like, even more so than, like, the mainstream view, I think. Hmm. And so the one thing that Alan Tudyk's character is useful for in framing Abraham Lincoln's character is he's like, oh, uh, you know, we need to 
help uh, make sure that black people are okay because, you know, slavery is a really complicated issue. And Abraham Lincoln's like, actually, I don't think it's that complicated at all. It's just bad. And, like, that's supposed to be like a, like, yeah, it's not complicated. Like, <laughs> this isn't dealing with an entire nation's, like, economy and it, yeah, the way we function. If they were going to successfully foil Abraham Lincoln's character, they should have gone with something m- more... Douglas should have said something that's more opinionated than it's a complicated issue. Because mm-hmm. it it is a complicated issue. Yeah. It, he should have said something like, slavery's not actually that bad. Or so, something like that. <laughs> to, to So that way Abraham Lincoln can respond with something that's a little bit more of a stance. Sure. But I mean, all they do in this movie is like, Abraham Lincoln's parents are like, screaming out like, we're not not free until everyone is free. Yeah. And like, they're making it seem like him and his entire family are just like screaming out racial justice stuff the whole time. I was like, that's weird. That's annoying. The, a premise for this movie, it's, it's a point that Lincoln's narration, which is bad, by the way, he narrates this entire movie. Does Uh, he? Yeah. I don't remember that. I remember the whole, him in the beginning. It's, I know it's a like letter thing that he's writing yeah. in his diary, but well, he says multiple, it's very sporadic. He says multiple times that history always wants to turn people into legends instead of talking about the man, and so he's he's trying to say like, hey, you know what? I'm not this big legend. This is what I actually was, a vampire hunter and with superhuman strength. But history doesn't want you to know about those dark sides of me. <laughs> they want you to think I was some form of legend. But come on, I'm just your regular superhuman strength vampire hunter who's got a very flexible core. It would have been... I hate that I do this. I hate myself. I don't like that I sit on this podcast... And cast judgments the arbiter. <laughs> towards everyone. But, like, I think it would have been interesting if Abraham Lincoln was, like, so consumed with wanting to, like, kill all the vampires. Like, he's obsessed with it. The- and that, like, led to his kid getting killed or led to, like, other bad things happening. But they really don't even do that well. Like... Yeah. it's It's... There's no flaws in him i agree with what you're saying there should have been something of like oh yeah like i i did do some good stuff and i tried to help but like i was so consumed by my hate for vampires that i let down my family or something but no they didn't even really do that yeah because it maybe he's he's out and failing to protect his family because he's out hunting and or something but it's not that it's just that years later a woman snuck into the house and killed his son. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The, so this movie picks and chooses which parts of history they're going to infuse with this vampire lore. And the standard by which they do that is baffling to me. It's like, we're going to say that the entire Civil War was based on humans fighting vampires. But we're not going to say that Lincoln's assassination had to do with vampirism. Because that would be in poor taste. Or well, something I think like also... That. They wanted to make sure that we know, like, they won. They killed all the vampires. So, it's <laughs> good. But he couldn't have killed all the vampires because Dominic Cooper, hundreds of years later, is still recruiting vampire hunters. Well, except for his friend. N- no. You I'm... don't know that he's recruiting him. He might just want to bang. 
Oh, okay. He's a, he's a hundred years out of practice from killing vampires because there's none left. Yep. He's a lonely man. Yeah, now he's just banging dudes. The things that I was excited about, and this may be because I have a weird dark sense of humor, I was excited for them to be like, John Wilkes Booth, actually a vampire. That's why Abraham Lincoln was killed. Or... Mary Todd Lincoln went insane because of all of the stuff with vampires. But no, they didn't touch on that. They instead chose to say that the entire Confederacy was a secret league of vampires trying to raise a nation of vampires. Well, they they say it was both because they show um, the president of the Confederacy, Jefferson Davis. Mm -hmm. Is that his name? Yeah. They show him like making an alliance with Adam, Adam R. Um, (laughs) To, like, take on the Union. So it's not like it was always integrated as one thing. It's They, they go, okay, we're going to work together on this and take out Abraham Lincoln. You hate him because he's trying to destroy the South. We hate him because he kills a couple vampires every once in a while. At some point they say that he's, like, the greatest vampire hunter. No, they don't. Do they so, really? Well, yeah, but he's, he stopped doing it for a while like, it seemed like he only did like what like five that's what i thought in too that but 25 when, year gap when he becomes the president he, he just kind of stops doing it no it when they, he's all out of practice when they kidnap oh because he's a lawyer oh no uh when they kidnapped anthony anthony mackie it's like a it's a sting operation so that way they can see how good of a vampire hunter abraham lincoln is and then adamar count of andrew uh says i I had to get a closer look for myself if you're as good as they say. And you're even better, and I wish I didn't have to sacrifice so many of my men to see it myself or something like that. That scene was fucking insane. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I want to cover two different things in that scene if while we're here. Go ahead. But there's so much to talk about. Okay, so we're, we're jumping all over the place. That's what we do. Just That's, deal with it. Yeah. Our podcast Before... is worse when we don't do that. <laughs> okay, well, <that's> <laughs> So before he's the president, this is when he's like in the prime of his vampire hunting. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln killing vampires. Oh, dude. Now I want to talk about the Anthony Mackie part two. God damn it. Okay. I would see that movie. Anthony Mackie part two. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> I would not. I don't like him. <laughs> um, so Anthony Mackie shows up and he's like, hey, I'm your friend. And he's like, oh, we're friends. Cool. And he's like, oh, I actually need you to write a, a writ of, um, like... Uh, patents of nobility. Yeah, he needs a patents of nobility <laughs> to show to the South that he's not a runaway slave. Yes. And so he's like, okay, let's leave here because I don't have paper or something. <laughs> and so they leave the place where Abraham Lincoln and McPoyle work. And he's like, uh, who's going to work here if you're off writing off slavery stuff all day? And he's like, oh, we'll be back soon. And another sign of, like, Jimmy Simpson, uh, McPoyle, he's, like, annoyed. He's like, oh, you, you're leaving to go hang out with this black guy? Yeah. Um, and they walk out the door and immediately are surrounded by a bunch of white dudes who are like, come here, boy, and are, like, rounding up Anthony Mackie. Him and Abraham Lincoln <laughs> fight off all these guys that are, like, marshals trying to capture Anthony Mackie. They go to jail. And, and, and then, also, they barely show that fight scene. Yeah. It, it was almost an interesting action sequence that's happening, mm. which is saying something because there's a lot of action sequence in this movie. 
and I don't care about any of them. But this one was like brewing, and it sort of built some good tension. I'm like, yeah. okay, we got some suspense. And then they're, they're just in jail. Smash cut <laughs> in jail. Yep. And then they're in jail, Straight and they're jail. like, they're like, man. <laughs> good one, Jim. It's nice. <laughs> Thank you. You're a vampire hunter. Straight to jail. <laughs> runaway slave. Straight, Straight to jail. <laughs> vampire hunters and runaway slave. Both jail. <laughs> so so they're in jail. They're like laughing about it. And then they're just free. Right? Oh, yeah. And it's just like, and you think, okay, Anthony Mackie's going to get sent back to the south or something. Or a vampire is going to come try to kill them while they're in jail. Nope. They're just back free still in Illinois. So what the fuck was that about? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Anthony Mackie gets kidnapped. And Jimmy Simpson and Abraham Lincoln are like, Okay, let's take a boat all the way down from Illinois to New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> and they just do that. And, and that's like, a, it's like, we got to go get them. And then they're just in New Orleans on a boat. Yeah. They're in a, in a bayou and then they're in New Orleans. And it's like, are you serious? That's the entire distance <laughs> of the country. They went from the northern border of the country to the Gulf of Mexico in like two seconds on a boat, apparently. He's a politician. He's getting married. They they just, nope, we're, don't worry about any of that. He just did a five-month journey down the river <laughs> on this like little t- raft. Yeah, it seemed like a raft. Yeah, it was yeah. like a flat yeah. boat. Uh-huh. Um, so they show up there. They were practically then, kicking it behind the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I think they had those like long sticks that you like push on the mud. <laughs> like gondoliers yeah. <laughs> and then they're just at like a ball yeah in miss in in new, in new orleans and then like it's wild wild west all of a sudden like guys that are pretending to be oh, paintings yeah! and they're Damn like jumping it. out yeah. of the ceiling to and like there's ambush so many him. of them it's so crazy. There's like half a dozen guys hiding in paintings. Like, why do they more. need? They're vampires. What do they need to hide for? He doesn't know anyone here. Yeah, just be in the room. <laughs> it's so unnecessary. It was weird. And then, uh, so there, there's a character. She's the one who ends up killing uh, Willie. <laughs> Is that one? What What are you doing? <laughs> Shanley's kicking. I don't know. <laughs> You're talking about a female vampire, right? Yeah. It's Adamar's sister. So It's his sister? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just like his friend. No, because uh, remember, there's a literal slideshow in the movie where we're introduced to the important vampires. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. Henry Sturgis uh, puts on a slideshow and he's like, this is Adamar. And his he introduces his sister first. He's like, this is whatever her name is. Sister to Adamar, and this is the hitman from oh, Kangaroo Jack. I thought it Jack. was assistant to Adamar. <laughs> no, I think it's the sister. I don't think so. I thought assistant, but I also oh, Th- she's blonde. Yeah. Oh, blonde people have to be assistants. Yeah, that's what I always say. <laughs> All right, well, whatever. She substitute teachers. Abraham Lincoln. She like turns a chair around and then like stomps on him like with the chair. Mm-hmm. She fights him with the chair. You remember that? Yeah. Yep. And she pins him down, and then and then we get what is honestly maybe my favorite scene in the whole movie, dude. McPoyle? No, no, we're not there yet. Okay. She traps Abraham Lincoln on the floor, and B- then under a backwards chair. Yes, and then Adamar walks up to him, and gives like a genuinely great performance, giving this whole monologue about like 
who he is and what their purpose is and like how he is sick of seeing vampires as like second class citizens and that he's lived for thousands of years and been like hunted and hidden in the shadows and all this stuff. And it's like a pretty cool breakdown of just like, Hey man, I respect you and none of this is personal and I just don't I'm just fighting for my people. Yeah. It's like his Magneto moment. I yeah. liked it. I thought he actually did like a great performance here. And I thought it was like the most human, like humanizing aspect of the entire movie for any character. Yeah, I agree. I feel I actually took a note from his little speech, but he says that they're all slaves to something. He's a slave to eternity. Abraham Lincoln is a slave to his convictions, and others are slaves to the color of their skin. Just like ah. Yeah, I didn't love that part. I I get. I mean, it was kind of interesting, but also it was like those aren't really the same thing. Like some people are actually (laughs) slaves. But sure. Oh, this is the worst. I live forever. And then (laughs) I get you guys to struggle. I'm financially opulent because I've been saving money for thousands of years. Yeah. So, um, damn, I wish I could have enjoyed that part like you did. I didn't because I was distracted by the way history was framed there. Mm. Um, And I know that like, my personal belief systems has come up a few times recently, but like me as a Christian hearing the way that he framed history, it sounded a little bit too fundamentalist Christian for me. And, like and what? I, well, he was like, he's like, I've seen the Jews enslaved by the Egyptians. And then I've seen the, the Christians be executed by the Romans. And then I've seen the Africans being sold by their own people to Europeans. It was just like, this just feels very white American version of history. Like there's, there's a lot more to history than what it, it, it just, it felt a little bit off to be like, really what you want to talk about American slavery is highlighting that Africans sold their own slaves. That just feels a little bit like posturing. And I mean, he is the bad guy. I don't think that that's the point of that. I, I, th- I think like what you said, this is the part of the story that's supposed to be humanizing the villain. And I just feel like it was oddly framed. And me being a, a brown man in the American church, I've heard a lot of this kind of talk. And it just kind of, it kind of got my, uh, my ickiness buzzing going. I've heard of a lot of talk like that. And these things are true. And we as Christians were persecuted in Rome, but it's like, it just felt, it felt like uh, that was just an oddly specifically framed narrative. So I think be- I get what you're saying, but I think because I started off in this movie, Abraham Lincoln is probably still a, like a pretty decent person for that time period, you know? Uh huh. But it's been a personal thing of mine, my entire life that it's like, he's not a great person and everyone acts like he's amazing. Like he's a, he did a good job as a president And he, you know, definitely wasn't, like, pro-slavery. But, like, he just wasn't as cool or as good as I think people act like he is. So I was already pissed off this whole movie that they just started off the very beginning being, like, even as a five-year-old, he hated slavery. And it's like, dude, like, this is his best friend's black, really. Like, we have to go there with this. I hate this movie. Well, also, like, the, the black characters in the movie are entirely sidelined in... Well, that's my point. It's like, Harry so I wasn't, I wasn't disappointed movie. at uh-huh. this part where Adamar, the villain of the movie, isn't saying things exactly right. Because I started off at the movie being like, 
this movie's stupid and it's going to be painting Abraham Lincoln as like a better person than he actually was. He was a politician who, you know, was on the better side of two mm. like difficult people or difficult groups in our country's past. That wasn't a great time. Right. So like, I was already annoyed. I feel like that didn't, didn't. So this rose above that for you. It was just refreshing to have a part of the movie where there's actually a character development happening. Some actual ethos. I guess. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I didn't go into it thinking that he was going to like blow my mind and be a good villain, but I appreciated that they tried putting some story in there again, still very much tell not show. Yeah. But, trying to they did do some showing together. in that one because they remember the paintings were moving <laughs> there is the historical paintings on the ceiling were moving in accordance to the story he was telling mm. it's it's odd where they choose to do that yeah <laughs> it would be easier for them to show some of these relationship things between people mm. Mm, yeah, maybe not mm. yeah i would say adamar <laughs> what's that actor's name he, i mean he's adamar I from think a it's Rufus Sewell. Okay. Sewell. That sounds right. <laughs> I don't want to say his name. It, it is Rufus. That's the Trufus. I think that he was the only actor who was probably not wasted in this movie. Maybe Dominic Cooper. He was pretty good in this. I enjoyed him. His hair was awful. Terrible hair. His like weird mullet. Thing. It was a mullet. Yeah. It looked kind of like it's a um, sharp mullet. It was it like the like shape pink. of an anvil. You remember when Pink was doing that with her hair oh, for a while? Oh, She'd like slick it back on the sides. There's and there's a mohawk like, in the like front a and the back. Yeah. <laughs> he had pink hair. You're yeah, right. pink hair. But he was pretty good in this, right? Uh, was he? He was yeah, okay. And his backstory, that was like one of my favorite scenes in the movie when, when he fights Adamar in that flashback. Yeah. That was the only action sequence I cared about. And um, that like actually had some emotional weight to it. It was okay. Um, it was just confusing because if I remember correctly, Henry Sturgis gets his moment of like explaining who he is when there's a guy trying to rape a girl in an alleyway. Sturgis pops up in the shadows behind the guy and and drinks his blood and the girl runs away. And then Abraham Lincoln shows up. He has like a fight with the, the guy that he bit, right? He Henry Sturgis is fighting the guy because isn't that when the knife, the Aria knife thing happens? That's in the flashback. Oh, uh, okay. Well, whatever. Abraham Lincoln shows up because he's in. He tells the whole story of him being a vampire to Abraham Lincoln in the alleyway. After that, and then we cut back to it, and he's like slumped against the wall in like in embarrassment alley, yeah. or like depression about like his student like not liking him anymore. But Abraham Lincoln's response is, well, bye. And he walks <laughs> away. It's like, we, it really de- deflates that whole like emotional resonance. It's constant. That, yeah. yeah. Deflates is a great way to describe uh-huh. it. It's constant in this movie. It's really. It's hard to feel the impact of it when it starts off kind of weird and ends very weird. Abruptly yeah. and weird. Yeah. I and the whole time, just like the, the main thing we learn about that is that vampires can't kill vampires. It's a little bit of backstory for Henry Sturgis, but it's also just like vampires can't kill each other. And so I'm immediately just thinking like, 
why was he able to beat the hell out of the vampire in the beginning of the movie? So I'm like already not even paying attention to what's happening because I'm distracted by the possible contradiction that the movie just presented to me. They also lay down a weird point of lore in in that flashback because Adamar bites Dominic Cooper's wife and she doesn't turn into a vampire and he says because her heart was pure. And then he bites Dominic Cooper and then Dominic Cooper turns into a vampire, mm. inferring that it's because his heart isn't pure. So I guess the lore in this universe is only bad people can be turned into vampires, never comes up again. Well, I guess that's how um, Abraham Lincoln's mom and then his third son die, right? Because they are also bitten and they just die. Oh, because they're good people? I would guess, like, his son okay. is innocent. His mom, I don't know, she seemed like a nice lady. She didn't like racism. But she was also, oppo- like... She was also standing kind up. Of a I mean, she did backtalk her husband. I didn't like that. <laughs> Why didn't you do that? In the, in the beginning. You Frankly, attention I couldn't, to pay it, couldn't pay attention to the rest of the movie because that hit me in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> My notes for this movie are insane. That's because the movie is insane. Huh? That's because the movie is insane. Well, I mean, even like just trying to understand what I wrote down in here, it, it, I'm so lost. I guess I figured out what this is, but why did the vampire go for the axe? I don't know when I wrote that. That sounds like a joke. And I said, (laughs) the axe was secretly a gun. Then I wrote, give me what I need or I'll knock your teeth out. I don't know what that is. Shanley, do you know what that is? I think that's from the rape scene. I think it went real well. (laughs) Um, I, for one, really liked the character of the... Vampire who killed Abraham Lincoln's mom. I thought the actor was great. Crazy eyes guy. Yeah, he so had a little bit of a John C. Riley thing going on. He did. He mm-hmm. had a little bit of that. Um, I, he's the hitman from Kangaroo Jack. You keep I mean, we saying know that. that like we've seen Kangaroo Jack. You've never seen Kangaroo Jack? No. And we already talked about this I, during the record. You guys said you didn't recognize him as that. I didn't know you've never I seen Kangaroo said no Jack. No one's familiar with that movie. That doesn't mean you've and you never said, seen it. You said I am it. very familiar with that movie. <laughs> I am so familiar. With I've that seen movie. part of it at your house, and I think that was one of those times when you guys put on a movie, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna leave. go home." Yes. <laughs> anyway, I thought he was good in this, and I wanted to see more of him, and I almost wish that they didn't. Ad- Adamar's character as like the primo vampire. I wish that this cat and mouse nemesis thing between Abraham Lincoln and the vampire who killed his mom. I wish that that was the primary story of this because he was fun. He was crazy. He was cackly. I don't understand why he had a musket ball still in his eye, but I liked that look. Cause it, he like, was it, kind of like the, uh, the blonde vampire in Blade. Oh, Quinn. He was, this, yeah. he was this movie's Quinn. He was this movie's Quinn. Yeah. Is that uh, Donald Logue? I think so. Yeah. 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 Why? If vampires, like, regenerate, how come he still had a musket ball still stuck in his eye? Doesn't that bother you? No. Bothers me. Nothing bothered me in this movie. <laughs> this movie was You perfect. know what bothers me about this movie? Is... The only things that really upset me are just historical inaccuracies and not like the vampire stuff. 
<laughs> but just like ridiculous <laughs> stuff. Like, why did they have to make up that sunscreen was invented back then? Why did they like? He could have just said like, oh, like there's like this stuff that like vampires use that makes it so we can go outside, or or the sun doesn't hurt us that much as long as we or, wear goggles. Um, they're wearing pa- wear, holding uh, a parasol hat. or something. Yeah. yeah, like they didn't need to like go too far into it. But things like, damn it, where was I going with this? Oh, in the scene when Abraham Lincoln's trying to kill that guy, the the guy who killed his mom. The hitman from The Kangaroo hitman Jack. from Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> yes. No, no, um, no. It's, yes. Not you two. In, it's All what he is. I don't know what else to call him. Um, <laughs> we don't know his name, Shanley. His name is Jack Barnes. <laughs> that's, or that's, Barnes. that's not true. <laughs> you just made that up. No. Um, like stick with something okay. that makes sense, like so, the hitman from King of Jack. When, when he's like trying to fight Abraham Lincoln, and Abraham Lincoln's in the little shack, and he's like, oh, you better not drop the ball. And he, he like drops the like ball the for his. Ball, yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, no way. Is that what that term is like referring to? And I looked it up, and no. No, that's not what that term is referring to. That's not where the origins of that. I was like, oh, like back in like the war, in like Civil War, did they like say that? Like don't drop the ball because mm. like you have to load your guns fast and whatever. Nope. Nothing to do with that. Is it a sports term? It's a sports thing and that's it. It's just a sports thing. Really? Huh. So it's like, why did they put that in there? And like they really lean into it. They like, did. yeah, that's that's what that's I about. I kind of liked it. I hated it. I liked it because he's, he's narrow. He. He's so unafraid of this guy who wants to kill him that he's narrating what he knows Abraham Lincoln's doing inside there. He's like, he says, musket lining first, then the gunpowder. And, he, and he's like, don't drop the ball, Mr. Lincoln. And then he, and he drops his musket ball. It's just, he's just toying with him. I guess, whatever. I thought it was, but then there was, like a, a, there was like a dead naked lady in that shack. You remember that? Yeah, she was just there and they... I don't think he even addressed that she's there. It's like, no. oh, there's a body. Okay, anyway. It was like it was like Tom Green and Road Trip. And then in walks the lady, naked. Really naked. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the story. <laughs> That's great. This movie's rated R. Like, I mean, of course it is. There's, But isn't this ridiculous? This it? feels like a PG-13 movie. Did you guys? Yeah. It just it feels like it's for kids. It's ridiculous. Did it bother you guys that after he tries to kill the guy from Kangaroo Jack? <laughs> the hitman. Uh, the hitman. Kangaroo. Sorry. The hitman from Kangaroo Jack. Abraham you know, Lincoln's walking fun- away. Wait, sorry. It'd be hella funny if he's not the hitman. <laughs> I better look that up. You go ahead. Say what you're saying. Abraham Lincoln's walking away and he takes his like little pistol and just tosses it into the river. Like, why, dude? Like fingerprinting doesn't exist. I, I didn't so think of that. What are that. you like? What are they gonna like catch you with your like little pistol? Like just keep your gun, dummy. I totally didn't think of that. I was so annoyed. I was like, dude, oh gosh, the, the, totally there's is. no purpose for that. No, I was with you on that because right after he throws his gun, then he looks back to find um, Jack Barnes's body has now disappeared because you know he's a vampire and he's not that easily killed. And what an idiot. The hitman from Kangaroo Jack cannot be killed by conventional weapons. <laughs> oh, man. Moment of truth. Is he the hitman from Kangaroo Jack? Wait for it. He is now. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> he is. Happens. Okay, good. And it's Jack Bartz. 
Bartz. Bartz. Anyway, he's okay. the hitman from Kangaroo Jack. I liked that guy. I have in my notes, hitman from Kangaroo Jack is now running with horses? <laughs> so that's good. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. I remembered what I wanted to say now. Once you I've go. been trying to decipher what the fuck I'm talking about in my notes here. <laughs> and I just remembered it's the horse fight. So... <laughs> So in the horse fight, this is this is this is the best scene in the movie, dude. You can't. It's this is when he kills his nemesis. This is what the second movie should have been: Abraham Lincoln horse fight. Horse fight. <laughs> <laughs> this this fight starts with Abraham fucking Lincoln. Yes. Uh huh. Which why does he even know Abraham Lincoln's name? Like it's weird mm. that he is like, oh that guy, but. It starts with that. They have the crazy fight scene. They throw horses at each other. Then Abraham Lincoln, they, they like fall off a cliff. Abraham Lincoln's about to lose the fight. The vampire is standing over him. Sorry. The hitman from Kangaroo Jack <laughs> Thank you. is standing over him. <laughs> and he then like is like about to pounce on Abraham Lincoln. And he's like, no. And he turns and goes to pick up the axe straight up like the, the twins in Breaking Bad. And they're about to kill Hank, and they go back for the cool axe, which is a way cooler axe, by the way. Um, is it also secretly a gun? Not with a, a secret gun, but it's cooler. <laughs> but so he's, he's about to kill him, turns around, gets the axe, swings the axe down at Abraham Lincoln to kill him with his own axe instead of killing him like a vampire would. And that's when Abraham Lincoln catches the axe by the blade oh yeah then pulls it back into gun mode and shoots the shoots the vampire oh, that's right that's how head. we find out that that's it's a gun so <laughs> it's 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 him catching a fatal blow from a superhuman and stopping the blade in time to then turn it into a gun does and he shoot catch him. the blade between the two palms of his hands i don't think i think uh, he just catches it in rifle <laughs> and position. i don't that's remember shit, yeah but it was stupid and also kind of awesome. No. no. <laughs> it was just stupid. In the defense of the hitman from Kangaroo Jack. Of course, yeah. I don't think he wanted to vampire Abraham Lincoln because then Abraham Lincoln would become a vampire and then he wouldn't be able to kill him. And then he'd basically have another Henry Sturgis Well, he could have just like ripped his throat out or something. That's true. Like, yeah. I'm sure he could have killed him without turning his back on him to get his axe gun. But he did. I mean... It wasn't. Uh, it How? wasn't a mistake for him to turn his back on Lincoln because Lincoln was still there when he came back with the axe. How did this movie not do a collab with Axe Body Spray? <laughs> I'm sure you There's did. There's so <laughs> much room for them to do like cross promotion. It's wild. I want to see promotion. Super Bowl commercials with Abraham Lincoln killing twirling a can of axe. <laughs> <a> can of <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a gun. <laughs> The New Lincoln by Axe Actually. Body Spray. <laughs> Lincoln Phoenix. Horse fight by Axe Body Spray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Okay. My so. favorite part of that whole fight scene. Sorry. No, go, 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 go. Yeah. Uh, it's been both of them, not just the vampire, but Who? also both <laughs> Henry, Harry, no, Jack Bartz. Who's that? I'm not saying that. No. Abraham Lincoln? Abraham Lincoln and Jack Bartz, Who's who is Jack a vampire. Bartz? Jack Bartz is one of the horses. No. Oh, the horse. <laughs> no. I love the horse. 
the hitman from Kangaroo Jack. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, now I know what you're talking about. So both of them are jumping from horse to horse during the stampede, like they're stepping stones. Yep. Okay. <laughs> they sure are. I, I'm still like mentally, I'm still like watching that. Like, wait, what? How? <laughs> Why? I I can't get past that. It's insane. I think I have in my notes. A horse to the face, because <laughs> uh, Lincoln takes a horse to the face, like a <laughs> like a Peregrine took situation. Yes, yeah, I hear you. I just watched. Did you watch all three the, of them? No, I watched one and a half of them last night. <laughs> Which Lord of the Rings one and a half? Is of that, the is that the one where you find Simone and Pumbaa was <laughs> 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 there the whole time? Yep. <laughs> uh, I almost interrupted you earlier, Jimmy, because unrelated from Abraham F. and Lincoln, you remember how you had Jimmy yeah. F. and Simpson? I have in my notes, ladies and gentlemen, Alan F. and Tudyk. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, but he's barely in it. So, um, <clears throat> The ways Abraham Lincoln kills some of these vampires, you would think that their their limbs are barely attached to their bodies. Oh, yeah. He he cut down a tree in a single blow plus 30 others. That's a good point. But he does also decapitate a blacksmith vampire using a a bookshelf, I think. He, like, pushes him toward a bookshelf, and then the guy's head falls off. Mm -hmm. Shanley, I'm just realizing, the kick thing that you were doing, are you talking about when she kicks Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. Okay, we're all over the place. Yeah, so the, she does a li- you're saying how dainty she was. The, so that's I'm doing a little dainty kick. The woman vampire who may or may not have been Adamar's sister, she, she was not. Apparent, she's supposedly kicks Abraham Lincoln so hard that he flies across the room. But the shot is basically her just touching the ball of her foot to his chest, and then it's, like him getting he goes whoa, <laughs> flown out of the yeah, plane. you see her full body. Then just zoom in on her little kick. It's like, it's like a poop. <laughs> yeah. And then him flying. I'm just now getting what you're doing. Yeah. This is this podcast is gonna be as incomprehensible as the movie itself. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh why doesn't anyone yell anything normal when they get bit by a vampire? Not in this. I mean in this too, but like just in things. I think people get bit by a vampire and they're just like <gasps> Or, like, freak out or whatever. Why doesn't anyone go, like, hey? Or, like, ew. Or, what the fuck? <laughs> Get good. off. Like, anything normal? It's because they're getting off. Oh, uh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> when sure. you get bit by a vampire, you, you, you real get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have in my notes that I don't... Hey, the, the rapist should be pretty uh, stoked. Uh-huh. That's what he was going for. Yeah. Who's rapist? In this movie... The rapist in the alleyway who says, like, give me what I want or I'll knock your teeth in. That's uh, what that is. Yeah. Oh. So he's saying that to the girl. He's about to try to get his freak on. And then he, and gets, then he gets bit. And so he gets the little, you know, happy time in the pants. Mm-hmm. Does he become a vampire? Because he's clearly a bad person. Y- he must. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> silly. <laughs> he should when, when Abraham Lincoln says, K, bye. Uh. Sturgis is saying, wait, 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 hang on real quick. Take care of this guy. Because he <laughs> he's, he's going to bounce back any minute now. And he's <laughs> real rapey. <laughs> he's a real rapey. Dude, That's <laughs> if you become a vampire and you can't kill other vampires, you got to get an Abraham Lincoln just and just have him kill all the all people the that you drink. 
Mm, it's not that way you're like not making you're getting oh rid of the competition. Oh my gosh, Jimmy, you're blowing my mind right now. Because that scene is implying that Dominic Cooper will only drink blood of bad people, but the lore says that only bad yeah. people become vampires. So he's the problem. He's, that's why he's got this list of names. He's like, ah, oh, and this guy, I, I drank this guy. You got to kill him too. <laughs> he's just he's just cleaning up after himself. There's not a single person in this movie that Adamar turns, right? I mean, maybe his sister. Maybe. <laughs> and maybe the hitman from Kangaroo Jack. Uh, I don't know. He probably turned the him. people the, friends. The people that he's bitten in over the course of the movie, though, they all die. So he's... Dominic Cooper's the problem. Yeah, he's a bad guy. You remember when Adamar tries to get Abraham Lincoln to kill Dominic Cooper? Yeah. For no reason. No, because why was like, that his you plan? You have to free yourself from your <laughs> chains. <laughs> Did he really think this is a vampire who orchestrated like an entire? Like, I could just stop doing it. Like he's not making me do anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have anything. That would have been interesting if that they had like the uh, weirdest coercion. It would have been interesting if like Sturgis had something on him. It was like, hey, like you have to work for me killing these vampires, or I'm gonna ruin your political career or something. Like. I don't necessarily want that to happen, but, but that at least would have made sense. sense where it's like, oh, Abraham Lincoln can choose to be like, you know what? You're right, Adamar. I am going to. Or he could have convinced him that Sturgis is the one who turned the hitman from Kangaroo Jack. So therefore, it's actually Sturgis's fault Dude, that, that if his, he parents, did, if he that his like, mom died. He only kills bad people. We only kill good people. That way we're not making more vampires. He's making more vampires than they're all killing people. Because the problem. Yeah, but that didn't happen. In the movie, he just goes, hey, I'm not going to kill you, Abraham Lincoln, who... No, I was was pitching what should happen. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm just saying that in the movie, it's ridiculous. He's like, Abraham Lincoln, I'm not going to kill you. Although I should, because you're killing vampires all of the time, and you just killed six of my cronies But damn it, I respect you. And he's like, I'm not going to kill you. Do you want to kill Dominic Cooper for me? Like... No. If, Why would I want to do that? If you do it, I won't kill your friend, Anthony Mackie. And then we oh, didn't ever get right, to that. Yeah. But then Jimmy Simpson crashes <laughs> through the fucking wall with yeah, the he horse drifts. drawn carriage. He drifts a carriage. Drifts, th- drifts through the blood that was spilt over all of the dead vampire bodies. And he hits the the lady vampire, but doesn't hit Abraham Lincoln. Who yeah. is on the ground? Mm-hmm. How does that happen? So she's substitute teaching teacher. Wormed out of the way. <laughs> Wiggled. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's not clear, but he so he just crashes the stagecoach into the through ball. the wall, which apparently horses can just run through a wall. I think it was a window, <laughs> maybe. Whatever. I mean, how I would they get the cart through can... the wall? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Either way, conveniently like drifts and like hits all the bad guys. And the wheel falls off. Does it? One of the wheels rolls off of the cart. Like it like just skids off. I we, thought that he like drifts, hits all the bad vampires. Well, I guess all the vampires. And then pulls Abraham Lincoln and Anthony Mackie onto the Yeah, and wagon, then they just like ride away. Mid blood slide. And then they do ride away, but one of the wheels falls off while they're riding away. Huh. Then how do they get away? You the don't, scene need, you don't need four the wheels <laughs> and sea change. Yeah, <laughs> he like he does like an e brake turn <laughs> with the horse drawn yeah. carriage. And then they're <laughs> hiding in a swamp. 
Mm-hmm. And that's where we meet Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Did you know that Harriet Tubman wasn't active uh, in like the Underground Railroad until the 1850s? And so this didn't line up at all. No, because this, this puts should her have been doing when that he was very at... young. He should have been like this. Should have been in like the 30s or the 40s at this point. Hmm. So this is a long time before she was doing stuff. They didn't care no. about any of that. But yeah, she's out there. She's helping them escape, bringing black people back to the South. (laughs) They did explain it. It made sense, but it was still hilarious watching that happen. Wait, what? Remember at the end of the movie when she's leading Mary Todd Lincoln and a bunch of slaves back to the South? She's going like from the White House back to the South. Oh, yeah, because they're carrying the silver. But they're they're dispersing silver to the to the Union soldiers. That's not enough silver for the Union soldiers. Like there was like twenty people. It was all of it. You got to think these are this is trained labor. These guys are good at carrying stuff. Sorry, I have a quote here. It's thirty-two. 33, 34, 35. That's a lot of silver, Mr. Lincoln. What? So, one. From a scaffolding in a warehouse. Point number one, counting. We love that here. We yeah. do it all the time. But secondly, what unit is that? Silver. Are they playing Minecraft? Wow, you got 35 silver, Mr. Lincoln. McPoyle says that to Lincoln. And he's looking out, like, the window of a factory, like, but not at, like, what's happening in the, not factory, but in the warehouse that they're in. He's not looking at the floor of that. Oh, yeah, he's, he's dramatically out the staring the out the window. It's like if you guys are doing stuff with silver over here, and I'm like, 33, 30, 35, 35 silver. <laughs> the listener doesn't know what I just did, but you guys get it. I get you were You were staring out the window. <laughs> yep. So I have a quote, too, I and to I think count. it's right before this scene where they say silver, and someone else says, how much do we need? They go, all of it. 35. Uh-huh. Two, 35 silver. So. Yeah, let me, let me clarify this. Um, in the 1860s, we in the U.S. had 35 silver. All of it was 35. Yeah. So that's, that's why. So you're just making there. sure they had all 35. <laughs> He's like, oh, we did get it all. <laughs> it's, it's presented like this brilliant thing that like well why don't we make our wep- our army's weapons out of silver and it's like yeah like that's not there's because no- most of your army is still fighting people <laughs> <laughs> i don't think so i don't think it's mostly people it is there's no, no the- way that most of the confederate army is vampires there's that's this there's that scene where the entire confederate army vanishes and, and it's because they're say, vampires this is part of what bothered me about this so uh, 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 an int- interesting thing that stuck out to me here is that they kind of were absolving the Confederacy, the Confederacy yeah. of any guilt here by being like, they weren't really bad guys. It was mostly the vampires. <laughs> so yeah. tying into what you were saying earlier about yeah. the vampire alliance here, that was frustrating where it's like, oh, yeah, they the those damn vampires were the ones who made us doesn't have slaves for all those years no pun intended but doesn't that feel like it's in poor taste this whole movie is in poor taste (laughs) well just to be like we're we're gonna we're gonna this is the same thing as season of the witch where it's like you know those witch trials 
real thing. It was it was real. <laughs> we were right. And it's like this: the Confederacy, dude, it was vampires. Like it's not a big deal. That's why I think this movie has to be self-aware. Like if they're if they know that this is insane, I think this movie's bordering on genius. If they don't, and they thought they were making a really cool, really good, I think they like historical fiction here then i'm upset (laughs) then i'm angry because this is insane i think you should be angry because i feel angry i feel like the longer i was watching this movie that i was being duped it's like (laughs) i like why am i letting the the move the move the filmmakers do this to me like i'm still here watching this stupid movie like i'm part of the problem yeah i'm here watching this movie this felt a lot like league of extraordinary gentlemen um but I'm willing to lose my street cred that I actually kind of like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and this movie. Your street cred? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that almost slipped by me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think that McPoyle needed to have an Abraham Lincoln beard. Later on? I mean, it was terrible. That was rough to look at. It had some of the worst it beards I've ever so seen pubic. outside. It did. <laughs> Like the like the jackass prank. Yeah, it, it looked exactly look like, like the jackass uh, pube beard. Yeah, <laughs> that was difficult but to look at. All of the make makeup hair in this was really bad because Lincoln's hair was facial hair was really bad too. Yeah, they were pretty bad. <laughs> I have early on in my notes. It's the fourth line of my notes. So not when it was revealed, but more so when he was introduced. Dominic Cooper is a vampire. <laughs> this is the fourth line of my notes. So remember when they're fighting on top of the train? Uh, how could I forget? Anthony Mackie and Abraham Lincoln, which I love that that's just how I keep referring to it. Um, <laughs> Anthony Mackie and Abraham <laughs> they're, they're on top of the train. They're fighting off vampires. And they just are passing Abraham Lincoln's axe back and forth. Yeah. There's, it's constantly in spin. It's swirling around and then they're just like behind the back tossing it to abraham lincoln and then he's tossing it over the shoulder back to anthony mackie <laughs> and it's just getting back and forth axing all these fools up he's the president of the united states <laughs> yeah and they are making silver weapons to fight vampires and they told the vampires we have all the silver on this train come get it why didn't they make a second axe gun that would have been smart. Or just had any like, kind of second weapon. I mean, th- yeah, him and Anthony Mackie don't need to share an axe gun. They could they could have two. They could probably have five. They could have a whole bunch of them. I really wanted Abraham Lincoln double axe, axe in each Ooh. hand, going crazy. Nunchuck axes, dude. Little <laughs> yeah, hatchets yeah. with chains to them. Yes, and yes, just, yes. It's yes. one big axe around. with a chain coming out of it with two axes hanging on each Swirling those around. That would have been sick to see McPoyle, Anthony Mackie, Dude, Dominic all three Cooper, of them with axe and, guns. Well, all with different like silver weapons. Oh, kind of like a Desperado thing. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, McPoyle has a guitar. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I so that was that annoying. What upset me about that scene is like there's so much fire. There's like the whole world's on fire in that scene, and they're on a steel train, and like it just doesn't feel like nothing's hot though. It's like the 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 entire train tracks 
bridge is on fire. And they're wood, right? Yeah. Dude. And so, go ahead. I, I don't, I don't want to derail. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's okay. I'm off track anyway. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to have one. Go ahead. Shanley doesn't like to conduct herself oh, <laughs> in no. the same manner that we oh, do. No. <laughs> our poor listeners, all are bored. <laughs> what we're talking all aboard? About. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Um, I've always wanted to be on a train. On the top of a train and have a fight? Well, no. But to be on a train that goes on like a rickety old like wooden train track in between two like cliffs <laughs> over a canyon. Yeah. Like with like a waterfall next to it or something. Yeah. Like why did they build so many of those? They're just like, you know what? We need this train to be like at least 400 feet above us right now. So let's just put a, we'll build a giant thing. Well, it'll hold the train. We'll be fine. Like they, that's in every movie yeah. of all time. It's in toy story. <laughs> It's in Finding Dory. <laughs> Probably not, but maybe. Um, wh- why? Why did those happen so much? You got to get a train across the canyon, bro. Have you ever yeah. been on a train that did that? Uh, no. We should. We. I really do want to take a train trip. Can we do that sometime? Yeah, buy us the train tickets. Do you know that train tickets like? For a train trip that's worth a damn, it really is about the same price as an airplane ticket. I was looking that up for, like, unless you do, like, the general population seats, which sucks. And it's which still I expensive. will not do. Yeah, I was like, I if I'm doing it, car. I want my own car where we have privacy. <laughs> and, yeah, we were looking at that, and it was like, dude, not only is it about the same price, but it's 48 hours. Yeah, yeah. To go from here to L.A., it's a two-hour flight for the same price as a... 48 hour train trip like well we multiple to, times we have I've, to get off get off in like vacaville and switch trains <laughs> or something multiple times i've looked at train options thinking like i'm gonna make a cheaper choice which is gonna be kind of an adventure no that's not the way it works out yeah who does that who takes trains i actually took a train uh, from oregon back to the bay area one time that's pretty cool was that after like a cruise or something um no i don't know why I don't know if it was like spring break or something, but my dad, we drove up to Oregon. He rented a house up there. We just spent like a week hanging out at this house and it was cool. But I don't know why I had to go back early, but he booked a train ticket for me. And so that was pretty cool. Did you eat beans over an open fire? (laughs) No, I totally. Did you have fingerless gloves? (laughs) (laughs) No. Did you pack your things in a stick and bindle? Did you have a top hat with a top, like, <laughs> torn off of it like did a you, Did you have an old boot with your toes sticking out? <laughs> no. Oh, gosh. Okay. It's funnier when you actually picture Shanley in this <laughs> A corncob pipe. Oh, no. Yeah, I wish any of that happened, but no, it was just, you know, sitting on a train and it was pretty, um, but I feel like it took 12 hours longer than it was supposed to. Did you, did you wake up to anyone like touching your feet? No, I didn't sleep. <laughs> um, I spent the whole, like, it, wait, what, 
but why did it take 12 extra hours? Were you on the little engine that could? <laughs> it takes no, less, it was a, it it was takes like a less than train. 12 hours to drive from anywhere in Oregon <laughs> to California. I don't know, but it was taking forever. And I don't know if it was with all the different stops that we were making, but um, I remember telling my mom what the ETA was, and it just it took way longer. Like, I was supposed to get in at, like, 2... Maybe maybe around noon, and I got in really late at night. So it was very uh, delayed. But it was cool. I mean, if you have nothing to do, it's some. It is a way to travel. Period. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Wouldn't oh. say I recommend it though. Unless you have a real good batch of beans. Why? Why do I have in my notes how many boys will have to die damn before it, you? Damn it! Damn you! I thought I was safe. <laughs> I've been waiting this whole time. I was gonna well, say, go ahead, because I don't know what that is. <laughs> I I don't know what it is, but I was gonna say the exact same words. I was like, in my notes, I have how many more boys will have to die before you listen, and it's I have no idea why I wrote that. That's in between a note where I said, where this movie skips over decades at a time. How yeah. many more boys will have to die before you listen? And what's oh. say, is the vampire thing supposed to be a metaphor for the Civil War? What the hell is happening? So it's, I think wait, hang on, I know hang what on. that is. <laughs> I want to also say where it's between and mine. I, I have kind of mean to take artistic liberties with the factual death of a child. Okay. <laughs> How many more boys will have to die before you listen to me? And then Joshua Speed and Will Johnson are factual historical figures. And who? Joshua Speed, that's McPoyle. No, and you said him and someone else. Will Johnson, Anthony Mackie. Oh, Anthony Mackie's a real historical figure? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He was an actor. Were they really he friends of Abraham Duck. Lincoln? Yeah. Were they was the other one a childhood friend? Uh I think I, I don't think that they were friends since childhood, but they were really close friends and uh he was his valet uh in his estate. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently uh mcpoyle whatever his name is this is my best black friend that works for me <laughs> joshua speed apparently they really did have the relationship that they did in springfield but the speed that ended up being attorney general was his brother i think his name was james speed so they mm. they put those two characters together to make it a really long time friendship huh. mm. Shanley knows what, how, why boys will have to die. So I believe that is his wife, Mary Todd. Um, so I guess it's a secret from her for their whole marriage that he's a vampire killer. He tells her hunter. that like the first day they meet. And she goes, ha 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 ha. Well. We've been there. Stupid. It technically counts as a confession. <laughs> it technically counts as honesty. I'm too married to indulge in this. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This is, so, this is so related. Okay. So, Abraham Lincoln and I think Dominic Cooper are in a room talking about killing uh, whoever, the girl villain. Okay. The one who killed the son. And then Mary Todd walks in the room and she said, Hey, I read your journal, the one that you always keep in your breast pocket. Dude. And like... Don't be reading people's journals. So that's what I my note says, bitches be snooping. <laughs> so, and then, so I think in that, wasn't Dominic Cooper saying like, hey, we could kill 
the vampire, and she, and then Mary Todd says, "Do it." Like I, I do it. Read your journal. I overheard what you guys said, and I think you should kill him. No, no, no. Do it. Dominic Cooper tells Lincoln that he can turn Willie into a vampire. Oh yeah. He does oh, say that. Oh, yeah, okay. Wait, but, but, wait, wait, no, 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 no. This doesn't line up with the thing about the pure souls, no, though. No, because he's a piece of shit kid. <laughs> yeah. He's a bad person. <laughs> he's since being bitten has become a worse kid. <laughs> no, he was already a bad kid. No, because he's dying. He was bitten by the, the lady vampire, and now he's dying because he's a pure soul. And Dominic Cooper is like, I can turn him into a vampire now. Maybe... They, they, they should have just everything removed. through in this movie. <laughs> they should have just removed that line from the movie because it overcomplicates everything. Maybe they shouldn't have made this movie. Maybe they shouldn't have written off like real people who died <laughs> as being killed by vampires. Yeah. I heard that in the book, Henry Sturgis bites Lincoln and he survives the assassination because he's a he's a vampire now. So he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, he's still nice. around. Okay, and well, he played himself in Bill and Ted. <laughs> Any last minute things that you guys want to bring up? Quotes, popcorns. In the middle of the um, plantation fight, there's a slow motion shot of Abraham Lincoln axing a vampire in the collarbone. Like right to the shoulder. He doesn't cut his arm off. He doesn't cut his head off. It just slices right into the shoulder area. And I liked that. I was like, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> it's, it's cool to like really emphasize a non-lethal blow <laughs> in this fight and then just move on. <laughs> it's, like, it's just, it's just a, an anonymous vampire. It's not an injury that's going to come up later. It means nothing. They just went, axe to the shoulder and then moved on. <laughs> like, this is so stupid. <laughs> The, the special effects team did know that this is fiction, right? They could have done anything they wanted with that. <laughs> we don't want him to be too good. Sometimes he misses. So I have one. Um, in the training montage, the hitman from Kangaroo Jack. Oh, Shanley. yeah. Good job. I'm being that. a team player, okay? <laughs> He then tells Abraham Lincoln that he must be able to fight blind to see without seeing. I yep. think we all, during that, were <laughs> yeah. like, uh, you have to feel, feel the, the air move, move before it moves. Yes. Because you are because him. You are him. Coconut. Coconut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. kickboxer vibes. I really liked when Abraham Lincoln's coming out of uh, vampire hunting retirement and he goes and picks up his old axe. And he's trying to like spin it around in like the dark room that he's in, and he like drops it. Oh yeah, it is the scene from Mulan. Um, I was, yeah, he's the old man. So I wrote down he lost his dinosaur because of uh, in Step Brothers. That's the the dad can't do the dinosaur anymore. Um, But it it really made me happy. I was like, oh, like he's an old man now. He's put his vampire hunting days behind him. That would be awesome if that the fact that he's. 60 something year old man now if that would have come up during the massive action sequence but now he just he picks it right back up again yeah it's totally fine he could he couldn't swing an axe in a closet but he can fight ten thousand vampires on the top of a train through a fire it's great oh uh he kills adamar by punching him through the chest with a silver pocket watch chain yeah um 
So. And Mary Todd kills the assistant sister uh, by shooting the son's little, little toy, toy thing. Which, it pisses me off when things do this. When the lady breaks into the White House and kills Abraham Lincoln's son, she goes, oh, let me see your little toy soldier's sword. And he, like, goes to hand it to her, exposing his wrist where she bites him on the wrist to kill him. She could have just killed him. Like, that wasn't necessary. But they did that. To like lay like oh like that's a thing that happened we remember that close-up shot of the sword now mary todd at the end of the movie is gonna shoot that lady with the same sword because it's like a circle but Um, not like a regular circle like a freaky circle um that and i hate that when people like want credit for coming up with something clever it's like you didn't do anything clever you Put that object in that stupid scene where it wasn't necessary, where it was unnatural for her to kill the child by asking to see the little sword. And Mary Todd wasn't fucking there, so she wouldn't have even known that that happened. But you put that in so that we would see it, so that she could kill her with it to get some kind of like, oh, wow, she did it with the thing that happened in his uh, justice. It's cool. But maybe the guy who wrote this movie saw The Patriot, and it's kind of their version of Benjamin Martin melting down the tin soldiers from musket balls. Yeah. It, it, it was the worst version of that. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Uh, that bothers me. That death actually, I thought was actually had some emotional weight to it because even when Abraham Lincoln kills Adamar, there's no like settling. Like at last we finally killed the villain. It just smash cuts out of there into the oval office. Uh, yeah. yeah. But that one actually had a little bit of a beat to it. I guess. Right? I have one last popcorn. You Good. have one last popcorn? Yeah. Let's get Let's out hear. of here. So um, in the beginning when Will or Anthony Mackie and Abraham Lincoln are kids and um, Abraham Lincoln stands up for Anthony Mackie getting beaten and I don't know who it was. Was it his mom? Someone steps in. And I think like, it's his dad. Okay. His dad steps in. And it's like, hey, don't do that. Then the guy with the whip says, since you're so concerned with freedom, consider yourself free from my employ. And it really reminded me of that scene from Ragnarok. <laughs> I Pardon sin you. from life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very good. That's, that is very good. Yeah. All right. Got some rankings. Shanley, you're uh, in charge of this episode. Who do you want to hear rankings from first? I want to hear from my husband. Woo! That's, I'm nepo- that's nepotism. Do you guys want to guess? Uh, I still I believe, guess that it's above the mummy. I still believe that this movie is aware of being ridiculous. And that is factoring into my placement on my rankings. Okay. Okay. So this is our... What? Ninth movie. Okay. So... Out of nine, Shanley, where do you think it is for me? Number six. Matt? I think it's one above the mummy, whatever that puts it in. This movie is number eight. Wow. I do think it's got more, it deserves more credit than I initially thought because I'm convinced that they know they're being ridiculous. 
but even still, I can't do it again. Uh, so I would watch it again. It's only above Vampire Academy. Yeah. So it's The Rock at number seven, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter at number eight, and Vampire Academy at It's hard to nine. say that title, right? It really is. <laughs> it's stupid. Um, okay. The Mummy is above The Rock, and Season of the Witch is above The Mummy. Wait, where's The Mummy? Number... Number six. Oh, I was hoping it was mummy number five. <laughs> it's a bummer. So it. number eight, Abraham Lincoln's. Hmm. Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Matt, you up? Uh, this is number six or number seven for me. I have number a, seven. There's two movies worse than this for you. I know you're gonna disagree, but Season of the Witch is the you bottom are of my so list. So wrong. So it's uh, a, a well. The Rock at six, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter at seven, Vampire Academy at eight, and then Season of the Witches Undead Last. Are you serious? I'd rather watch season, or Vampire Academy over Season of the Witch. I, I... The fact that you've challenged me on it twice has gotten me thinking, and it may actually shift. Season of the Witch for... is watchable. It might be. It might be. Uh, like I said, I want to. I am sort of cons- reconsidering it, but I was focusing my energy this week about accurately placing Abraham Lincoln. I think when I when I reshuffle it, Vampire Academy's going down. <laughs> uh, but it's just not what I've been doing lately. I just need to focus at the task at hand. Season of the Witch is fun. It's a stupid bad movie, but it's a fun time. Might yeah, might be. Got Pearl Mang and Bang Mang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shanley? So, number six? Wait, what number is Number it? eight for me. Number eight? Seven. Matt likes this more than I do. Wow. <laughs> Don't go around telling people that. Shanley? Okay. For me, this is dead last. Ah, okay. Well, okay. You guys are both wrong. I it's insane that. that you guys think anything is Worse than Vampire Academy. Vampire Academy is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It is really bad. I would rather watch anything from last season than Vampire Academy. So I'm, I actually previously had Vampire Academy at number seven, Season of the Witch at eight. And this week I was looking at that like, nope, Season of the Witch has to go up. So my bottom four, The Rock, Season of the Witch, Vampire Academy, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Okay. I might switch the two vampire movies, but it's just like, oh, wow. Three out of the four, three out of the bottom four are my picks. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, guys. You've done a number. <laughs> but, uh, You're killing me, lady. Yeah, it's, it's down there. You are killing me with that booty. Not done yet. Just ain't tight. It's from, uh, Breaking show. Bad? That's from Breaking Bad, yes. Okay. I am really glad that we finally watched this movie, though. Really? What do you mean, finally? Because I've known about it for a really long time. God. And now that I can, like, actually speak of it with some form of experience, I'm glad about that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I left this movie thinking... Actually, I went into this movie thinking, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. I have to know what that's about because there surely must be more. Nope, that's and it. then immediately after, I was like, I did not need to watch it. Just reading the title, that was enough. That was exactly what we saw. I would just like to say one thing before we're completely off of the Abraham Lincoln thing. Okay. Um, Abraham Lincoln said, 
there is a physical difference between the white and black races that will forever forbid the two races from living together on terms of social and political equality. Yeah, that's not great, is it? And so, and there's other quotes too, but that's just the first one that I was able to find just trying to refresh why I don't like him. Um, but so, so he said stuff like that. And so, yeah, he's, he was like not into slavery that much compared to the rest of the people in his era, but still not a great guy. Have you considered that wacky views? Have you considered that he was also a vampire hunter? I mean, that's why I think he's not all bad. (laughs) You know, he's got that redeeming quality for sure. Mm. Do you guys still like Abraham Lincoln? I like him more now. I like him less. I'm angry. This movie just made me want to watch Lincoln. I like that movie. I'm one of the few people who thoroughly enjoy that movie. That was on one of my Strictly Matt nominations. Nominees. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready. I want Zendiagram. (laughs) Which is a movie that has either (laughs) Zendaya or Heather Graham in it. That's hella funny. Are we doing this? Yeah. You ready, Shanley? I am so ready. Damn it! Strictly mad? No, it's another repeat. Okay. What is it? Wanna tap it. Oh, you're gonna love this! I guess. This is gonna be great. Shanley, do you know of anything that's going to come up in this? <laughs> she knows one thing that's going to come up in this. <laughs> Bad choice of words uh. there. <laughs> Shanley, do you know of any movies that Jimmy is going to nominate? Um, first one that comes to mind is The Waterboy. I do want to tap Vicky Valencourt. So that's not a bad one. American Pie, I think. Mm. Or maybe... The Big Lebowski. I don't look. <laughs> are we still honoring the virtue of no kink shaming? Yes. Okay. So we are warriors of virtue. Things might come up in this that are really going to make us think less of you. <laughs> no, because we don't do that here. But it is going to change how you see me. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to pick yet, but things that initially come to mind. Dudes. Chicken run. <laughs> Don't don't worry about it. Are there going to be a, multiple animated movies in this? No, I'm not. I'm not that kind of guy. Mm. I can't think of a single animated movie that I want to tap it. Well, a, a goofy movie? Or no? El Dorado. I mean, of <laughs> animated, <laughs> yeah. of animated people, sure. But like that's not really not really my thing. Are are we doing like historical like through through your childhood or are you just Yeah, no, through okay. my childhood. These are all Oh my up. god, I have multiple friends by the way. Tell me if this is weird or not cuz I think it is. But I don't kink shame. It's the way people live their <laughs> you life. You said that you think it's weird. <laughs> I'm not shaming for it. I just think it's unusual. Is that better? Unusual. Atypical. Unique. Yeah, special. Um <laughs> I have multiple friends who, for want to tap it, Lola would Bunny. emphatically put 
The Lion King. Because of Nala's doomy eyes? Yeah. Nala has some very sensual eyes. I have multiple friends who are like, dude, Nala can get it. (laughs) And you know what the weird part is? My initial response to that is, I can't do it because lions all have short hair. Like, I need long hair in my girl life. If the girl lions had the mane, maybe. Mane. Mane. (laughs) (laughs) You were a millisecond before me. I was going to. Huh. Okay. I'm. This is going to be great. Yeah, this is going to be great. <laughs> I'm excited. I have to really dive deep into the recesses of my libido. Libido and find this. <laughs> well, will that do it for this week's episode then? I guess, yeah. You know, last time we got this category, it led to a movie that is still, I think, in all of our top threes. Yeah, Varsity Blues is very good. Varsity Blues is my number two. It might be my number two as well. It's my number three. Oh, yeah, The Terminator is the only movie above it for me. So um, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Shanley, I apologize. <laughs> oh, man. I'm he, excited. He saw Lion King long before he knew you. Chicken Run. <laughs> Chicken. I'm not a Lion King guy. Nobody in Chicken Run has long hair. Yeah, but they don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well... We'll see everybody next week on movie night. It's going to get real weird (laughs) right here on the weekly watch wheel where we'll watch watch a movie. Bye. Hey gang, before you leave, just wanted to say, hope you're liking season two of the weekly watch wheel. If you are, please follow us on Instagram at the weekly watch wheel. Also, make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, whatever you're listening on. Give us a review or reach out to us on Instagram. Let us know how you're doing, how you're liking the podcast. Love to hear from you. See you next time. It's the Weekly Watch Wheel.